We are so excited that you are joining us today. We here at Royal Priesthood Ministries are dedicated and committed to teaching, equipping, and training men and women in the principles of God. These principles will free them from their past hurts, pains, frustrations, and confusions, helping them find love, help, forgiveness, peace, divine direction, and encouragement. Our senior pastor, Harold W. Britton Sr. and co-pastor Sherry Britton have answered the call that God placed on their lives. Let's hear what the Lord is saying through His vessels today. We can surely, surely be happy. Amen. Give me an honor to God. Giving, to, giving honor to God, to my pastor, Pastor Harold Britton Sr., and to co-pastor Sherry Britton in her absence, to all the ministers, to all my brothers and sisters in Christ, and those that are going to become my sisters and brothers in Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. Father God, we thank you for this time, Father God, this opportunity. Father God, to be in your presence, because you said in your word that where two or more are gathered in your name, that there you are in the midst. And Father God, we thank you, Father God, for your presence. Father God, we thank you for this opportunity. Father God, we can fellowship one with another. And Father God, we know that when your word go forth, that it will not return unto you void, but it will go forth and it will accomplish everything that you set it out to do. And Father God, we thank you for your word because we know that your word is a living word. And Father God, on this day, Father God, we just want to say hallelujah, glory to your holy name. And Father God, right now, I decrease so that your Holy Spirit can increase. And I say on today, Holy Spirit, whatever it is that you desire to do, that you do. And we may not understand everything that you do, but we're going to trust. We're going to trust. And we just want to say thank you, and we give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. In your Son Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And also, those of you that are in social media land, we want to greet you also. If you will, and it is the custom here in this local assembly, that we stand for the reading of God's word. And if you would turn to Revelation chapter 19, verse 16. Revelation chapter 19 and verse 16. And if you have it, say amen. If you don't have it, say hold it. Revelation chapter 19, verse 16. Revelation chapter 19, verse 16, and it reads, And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh 
a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And the title for this is Joy to the World. Joy to the World. And, and, and we know that there are many things that are going on in the world today. But we know that those things are all happening for a reason. And, and, and on today, on today, we've heard a song and we've heard it so many times during Christmas. And we all heard that song growing up and we've all sung that song at some particular point in time. But on today, I'm just going to give a little background on how that song came about. And, 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 and it started out as a Christmas carol. And the title of that song is Joy to the World. Isaac Watts began writing poems at the age of seven. After his college years, he began writing hymns. Isaac lived in a time when hymns were frowned upon. For many British believers only sang the Psalms in church, but Isaac wrote hymns anyway. He served as a pastor in London. He was small in size, eccentric in habit, and great of heart. Even now, more than 200 years later, many of his hymns are widely sung, including the great Christmas carol, Joy to the World. But Isaac Watts would be disappointed and humiliated to know Joy to the World is sung today as a Christmas carol because he wasn't thinking of the birth of Christ when he wrote it, but of our Lord's return and the golden age that would follow the second coming, the millennium. The millennium that will occur when Christ returns according to Revelation chapter 20, verses 4 to 6. This hymn first appeared, Joy to the World, first appeared in a 1719 hymn book in which Watts took many of the biblical psalms and paraphrased them through the eyes of the New Testament. Joy to the World is based on his interpretation of Psalms 98. And if you ever get a chance, read Psalms 98. And, 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 and you will see exactly how Isaac Watts put that together and, and, and produced Joy to the World. Joy to the World, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, 
and heaven and nature and nature sing. The other part to that song is joy to the earth. The Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ. While fields and floods, rock hills and plains, repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. And as that song goes on, and if you really study, really study joy to the world, you will find out that that song pertains to something that's going to happen in the near future. In the near future. And it's a thing that uh, we as people have to understand that we should really, we should really each and every day, not take it for granted, and really thank God, really thank God for who he is and the love that he has for each and every one of us. In spite of, in spite of the things that we do. And, 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 and in this day and time, in this day and time, I've come to understand some things. I've come to understand some things that are happening and why they are happening. And I can stand before you on today and say, even though the world seems like it's falling apart, I have peace. I have peace because I know what's going to take place in the future. And, and, and I got to say this, when the pandemic came and, 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 and there was a lot of chaos and uncertainty, there was a lot of questions. But in the midst of that, it drew me to pray. And not only did it draw me to pray, it drew me to study. It drew me to study. And, and, and I began to ask God some questions. And, 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 and the more I studied, the more I was enlightened. And, 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 and we got to know, and, and one question, one question is, we know that the pandemic took out Millions of people, and still is taking out people. My question was, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And I began to study the book of Revelation. I began to study that book. And I came to a part in that book, and it said, Jesus is coming again, but he's coming with some people. He's coming with some people. And so I began to, 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 to meditate and, 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 and to pray and to seek more revelation. 
And when I began to do that, and I thought about the things that are happening right now in this world, up under our very nose, all in our community, some of it is even happening in our backyard, and I thought about it. And when the pandemic came, and it took out so many people, and I thought about it when I studied the book, I said, God, I thank you for your word, because I know that your word is true. Because in his word, he said, Jesus is coming again, but he's coming with some people. And all those folks that have died through this pandemic, that have died in Christ, He's bringing back with him. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. And, and I began to rejoice because it brought joy to my heart. Because first and foremost, it let me know, God, you're real. You're real. And, and, and not only are you real, but your word is true. And so, therefore, I rejoice. And so every time I hear about a born-again, blood-bought believer that leads this life, I rejoice because of the fact that I know that we might be quick, we might be closer than we really think we are, and that I know that Jesus is coming again. And then when I read here and Isaac what many years, years before my time and your time, he wrote joy to the world. He wrote to joy to the world. He went to, he went to the word. He went to the word and he composed, he composed a song that we hear even now and we sing it and we think that it, it, it pertains to, yes, Jesus came. When he came the first time, he came as a savior. He came as our savior. But did the world receive him? No, they did not. The world, all the world did not receive him. So he came as our savior. And, and the word says that when we accept Jesus Christ, we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and savior. So when he, right now, in the time that we're living in, Yes, he was my savior, but now in my spiritual growth, he should be my Lord. He should be Lord of my life. He should be first, and everything else is second. But he should be first because of what he did, what he did on that cross. And, and, and so now, in the future to come, I'm not looking for him to come as my Savior. I'm looking for him to come as my King. And he's going to come as King Jesus. And he's going to rule and reign right here on this earth. Right here on this earth. This government that we have right now will be wiped away. His government will be placed in place. And he will rule from Jerusalem. And it's very important, it's very important that we study, we study, study that book 
Study that book of Revelation. And it can't be stressed enough because there's too many people that are afraid of that book. But that book tells us a whole, and it answers a whole lot of questions that we may have right now. And those questions are answered in that book. They're answered in that book. And, 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 and we're, we're looking at right now, and, 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 and we're hearing just in the last few months so much violence and, and protests. Government is crooked. And, 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 and a whole lot of things is crooked. And so people are walking around angry, and they don't know why they're angry. And then somebody said, well, you know what? The people are angry, and the animals and insects, and uh, they're angry too. Yeah, they are. Yes, they are. They're angry. Because the, 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 the land is under a curse. And so, therefore, when Jesus comes, that curse is going to be lifted. It's going to be lifted. And we're going to live in utter peace. Dogs won't have to chase cats anymore. And a child will be able to, to, to play in a snake pit. So, 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 we got, we, we, but, but the thing is, these things that are happening right now have got to happen. They got to happen because they're ushering in. They're ushering in something. And we just got to understand what is ushering in. So, 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 so it's not a time for us, every born again, blood bought believer. It's not the time for us to just throw in the towel when we see things happening and saying that there's no hope, there's no use. These things, and every day that we see these things magnified. That, yeah, they're going to magnify, and they're going to get worse before we get out of here. But the thing of the matter is, is that we don't lose heart in the midst of Because every time I hear about something that is happening, I say, God, I thank you, because I see your word being fulfilled. I see it being fulfilled right before my very eyes. And some people might think it's strange, but I thank God that right now in this age, in this time, I'm a part of it. Because I know that one day, if I continue to keep my life lined up with the word, and we think it now, because see, some folks don't believe because they think that just because they don't see God, that he's not real. But just because we don't see him does not mean he's not real. He is there. He lives on the inside of us. He's with us each and every day. So therefore, I got to know. And then if we don't really want to believe that, go back to the book of Genesis. And Genesis talks about death and what is happening every day around us. Somebody is dying. Oh, somebody need to say something. Somebody need to say something. And so therefore, it lets me know that the book is real. And I thank God for it because he left it. He left it to us to tell us exactly, exactly what's going to take place. But we allow the enemy to suddenly come in and sneak into the mind of man and say, you know what? Don't read that book. Because if you read that book, a curse is going to be upon you. It's a curse upon us already. But the, but the, 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 the purpose of the, the, uh, the, the, the enemy 
not wanting us to read that book is because that book tells us about him and his destination. And so, therefore, he don't want us to read that book. But that book is a blessing to each and every individual that reads that book and obeys what's written in that book. But I can't obey if I don't know what's in that book. And, and, and then we can go on a little further and, and, and think about this one. If, if the book was such a curse, then why would God put that book? Why would he? Why would he? Why would he? He would have just left it out. He got that kind of love, or he wouldn't have put that book in there if he knew that that book was going to harm us in any way. He wouldn't have put that book there. But that book is there. And so, therefore, that is the last book in his holy Bible. The last book. And that last book, I'm telling you, if you read it, if you read it, it'll bless your heart. Because of the simple fact, that book tells me where I'm going to live for eternity. That book tells me about I'm coming back to this earth. But when I come back to this earth, it's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And when I come back to this earth, I'm going to have a new body. Yeah, if I die before the rapture comes, the only thing that's going to be put in that grave is this shell that you can see. But my spirit has gone on to be with my Heavenly Father because the Word says, absent from the flesh means presence with, with the Lord if I'm a born-again, blood-bought believer. So therefore, whatever's happening on this earth today, it's not going to affect me because I'm under the blood. And so therefore, because I'm under the blood, I can rejoice. And every one of my brothers and sisters that have left this earth, I can rejoice because I know where they are. And I know that I'm still here, and so I thank God for me still being here because that means I have a chance and I'm in preparation and I'm preparing myself to get up out of here because one day, and it may be soon and very soon, but I know one thing, that when it happens, whatever day it is, I want to be ready to meet my Lord in the air. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Wasn't that an awesome teaching from the Word of God? Join us every Sunday morning in the sanctuary at 2518 Delaware Avenue, Flint, Michigan, 48506. Sunday school is at 10 a.m. Sunday morning worship service at 11.30 a.m. Wednesday prayer is at 6 to 7 p.m. And Wednesday Bible study at 7 to 8 p.m. All Eastern Standard Time. You can visit us on Facebook under Royal Priesthood Ministries. You can watch us on Roku, The Fire Stick, Apple TV, Facebook, YouTube, and Cross TV under the Five-Fold Network. You can also listen to us on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts under the Five-Fold Network. You can also call us at 810-424-1503. To give a donation, you can cash app us at $7HWB. God bless you, and we will see you next time.